And hello everybody, everybody, hello and welcome to We Synced It Yes, it's a weekly podcast that focuses on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between I am one of your hosts, Pat And this is Kev And how is everybody doing today? Thank you, thank you, you're far too kind What's going on, Kevin? How you doing, bro? Still recovering from uh, NateCon Oh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, man, what a, what a hell of a barbecue, man it was a barbecue that started at seven o'clock, so I already knew that shit was gonna be, uh, it's gonna be different. Yeah. And it and it was. Found out a lot of things about a bunch of strangers who now I consider them to be acquaintances. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to to uh, shit players one through ten. If y'all listening, you know what I mean. I'm not gonna say your names, but uh, there was a lot of secrets that were <laughs> that were told out there. And I'm happy to know that I was not the only person who's ever peed on themselves in their adult lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good times. Good times. But also, uh, this this past week, uh, we actually got to check out um, Jordan Peele's new film, Nope. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was great because this is now, you know, he went from horror and suspense now to sci-fi mm-hmm. and suspense. Pat, what would you think of Nope? Uh, I really enjoy the movie. To be honest, uh, I compare it to, like, if I have to uh, put it in a category just so, you know, that's the way my mind works, I will put it up there with um, the first time I've ever seen Signs, the movie. Like, it was it was really good. Like, uh, you know, it had all the suspense. It had, it had a jump. You know, it didn't have that many jump scares. Didn't have that many jump scares, but it was like it was impactful. And I say that that movie is like a really fucking slow burn, slow roast. But man, that shit was delicious at the end. It paid off. It paid off big at the end. And Kiki Palmer. Oh, my God, bro. That woman is something. (laughs) That woman is something, man. Uh, Everybody acted their asses off. Even the the dude who played the, the... the DP with that fucking voice. Jesus Christ. That voice needs to be put into an anime uh, ASAP. I don't know. He needs to be more doing more villain roles. But given his history, I see why he's not. But I seriously believe that um, they got themselves a, a, a bang on this one. This one's a, a great movie. A great sci-fi movie. If you like sci-fi or horror movie, this one is really good. It's right up your alley with... Um, it's a new take on aliens and uh or UFOs and stuff in general. Uh this movie at um it, and the thing is the thing that was cool about the movie is that it 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 gives you what the story is subtly as you're watching the movie. Like you find out little things you you like as soon as you find out who the main uh villain is, you find out things when you think back in the movie, like, oh, shit, that's why this guy was doing this. That's why this is so important and why it's uh, in the background and stuff like that. And there there's certain things that you, you think about, like, why would they tell us this story? And then you find out that this is why they told us this story, because there's certain there's this thing that's this ongoing um, uh, ongoing uh, uh, story that they're telling you. Uh, What's that? Something Miracles? Bad miracles. Bad miracles that's happening throughout the whole movie. And then you find out, oh, shit, this everything is is a bad miracle, which I know there's a name for a bad miracle. But it just sounds cool. And I had the bad miracle drink, which was not that fun. It wasn't great. It wasn't a great drink that they had at AMC. That wasn't great. But, yeah, I I would suggest that people watch this movie because it's pretty good. Um, the only thing that um, I think people might – People who might find a problem with is people who just like fast stuff. If if you're if your favorite movie is Fast and the Furious, you're not gonna like this movie. <laughs> That's yeah. This movie was different from yeah, Fast and Furious. This movie is definitely, definitely not fast. Yeah, yeah. This movie is definitely not fast. So if you're a fan of Fast and the Furious, you're not gonna like this movie because this movie is a slow burn. Uh, if you're a fan of let's say. Uh, Shit, I don't know. Uh, what's a movie that's dry as fuck? 
uh, the King's Speech. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> that movie. That no, movie is dry. Bro. Oh no, no, the English Patient. If oh my you're, god! If you're a person the who what? likes the English Patient, if this you're, movie was enjoyable though. No, nah, this movie was really enjoyable. That's what I'm saying. But if you're English a fan patient of is 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 hard to watch. That one's hard to enjoy. I've never watched that movie. I don't plan I on tried, watching it. Tried and it is. It's not a bad movie, but no, nah, not a bad movie. If you watch Chocolat, Chocolat, <laughs> if you like that movie, then this movie might be, because, you know, I'm just talking about like burnt, uh, slow burning movies that are pretty much like, I guess they're good. Chocolat, I've seen, but I've seen it in like passing. I think, what, did I see that shit inside uh, when I was uh, doing jury duty? I think. No. I've only seen rom-coms at jury duty. I've never seen I didn't Chocolat. even know that they play movies at jury duty. Yeah. Wow. The, downtown, they, uh, I think, what, what movie was the That's first movie? That's how grueling the process is that they got to put a movie to entertain you. You, you know a movie I, I saw that I was like, yo, this movie ain't half bad. At the jury duty, uh, the movie that had uh, Ryan got, Ryan Reynolds and um, uh, uh, the woman from Speed and Gravity. Oh, with Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock. Um, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I forgot the Failure name. Failure to launch, maybe? No. I don't know. What's a, what's a cliche kind of thing for a movie like that? Let's get hitched or whatever the name of the fucking movie is. Uh, but I thought I'm like, yo, this is a this is a dope ass fucking movie. I'm like, but given the situation I was in, I would uh, I mean, I would watch paint dry if that was the thing. But yeah, Nope is a good movie. What's your thoughts on Nope? Well, b- before we get to that, what was uh, what about rewatchability? Rewatchability, it's high for me. Because I, I still think that I didn't get everything, and I really want to watch it again. Um, I really enjoyed Nope. I know that the movie has been very div- uh, divisive um, between critics and audiences. For for people who are, yeah, like what Pat was saying about, like, you know, comparing it to, like, the Fast and Furious. Like, if you're into fast-paced, straight-to-the-point horror sci-fi, this is definitely not that movie. However, what I really did enjoy was that the influences behind Jordan Peele when he wrote the script are very obvious. Like I see a lot of that buildup of suspense that we saw in Jaws. I see a lot of the, oh, everything happens for a reason from signs. Um, He also, I've seen a lot of interviews with Jordan Peele where he explains how once we do see the, the spaceship or the UFO, which spoiler alert, um, it's not a spaceship, but once we actually do see that part, he wanted it to be big. That's why his cinematographer, Hoyt von Hoytemont, like he filmed it on IMAX because he wanted it to like take up the whole, the entire screen. And then that reminded me of like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, where like when they show the, the spaceship, it like takes up the entire screen. And so I see a lot of the influences. A big one was Alfred Hitchcock. I definitely see Alfred Hitchcock throughout that movie. If you ever watch Psycho, the scary parts, like the the meat and potatoes of Psycho, is like in the last fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah, the 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 whole movie is really the buildup of, you know, uh, the woman played by uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, uh, Janet Lee. Like you see the buildup of like her guilt for stealing money, her running away from the police, uh, hiding out. All that starts building up, and then she's murdered by by. It, it, it's almost like the the movie just takes a turn. It, it starts out with a woman who stole money, and then all of a sudden, it goes into Psycho, and it becomes a completely different story. If you watch the birds, the birds really don't attack until like the second half of the movie. Um, the first part is the buildup of the human characters, and that's exactly what happens in this movie: is that you're seeing this relationship between a brother and a sister, and it really is the best part of the movie. Is that that the interactions between them. And then, yeah, you have the, like the side stories, like you have the cinematographer who wanted to do like, you know, he, he's living his life or he's wasting away his years, just waiting for that perfect shot that no one has ever been able to take. You have um, the story of the young actor who was a child actor. And then there was a catastrophe on the set of one of the TV shows um, that he was on. You see all these side stories. And then this predator, that is preying on all of them. So that that's what I took from it. I know a lot of people didn't like the buildup of that story. I personally did. I'm still kind of confused though of the the story behind the the chimp. 
because the movie literally starts with the chimp and I'm like, oh, like are aliens controlling animals in this movie? Like what? And then I find out like, oh, no, that had nothing to do (laughs) with the story. And another thing that got me confused is when they show the story about the chimp, you see the shoe that's standing upright. I thought that that had something to do with it. It's a bad miracle. That was that was that was the bad miracle. That was the bad yeah. miracle in that that whole situation, and that's why he put that in the room when he had it. Uh, he had it on a, uh, a a platform on a pedestal in the room because it's like it commemorates that moment of when he was a little kid on that set and he saw that monkey beat up that uh, that little girl and I guess killed that guy too. It was like it was a bad miracle because you know she was never supposed to do that kind of stuff, and it did. It was standing up right, right in the middle of the, of the stage, and everything was just like fucking, every chaos was going all around it. I, I really enjoyed that part. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of symbolism in the movie, which is great. Like this is not Jordan Peele's movies, are definitely not simple, straight to the point. There's so much under the surface, so much to unravel. After we saw the movie, when I went home, I couldn't stop thinking about, like, certain things. Like, there was one, there was, I think it was, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, I texted Pat, like, yo, you know what I just realized? Like, the main characters, their great-great-great-great-grandfather was the first person to be shot on film, and he happened to be on a horse. Now they're capturing the most epic thing ever shot on film, and he's on a horse. Yeah. And he's a descendant and of that person, and mm-hmm. he's being shot on a horse on film, not digital and I'm like, oh, my God, everything came around. And there's so many things to unravel. Like um, another thing was, uh, did you notice the name of the guy riding the motorcycle that from TMZ that was? No, I didn't see uh, who that was. So there's a whole cameo story behind that um, I read about. All right. So there's uh, an, there's a scene towards the climax of the movie when they're trying to finally get this object on camera guy shows up on a motorcycle and he's going to ruin everything mm-hmm. the story behind the name of his character is that they had a family member i believe the story is that they 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 had a family member who became famous for a film and the person who i guess directed it or shot it ended up taking like all the credit the guy riding this motorcycle happens to have the same last name as that person. So it was like he was going to ruin their shot oh, once again. Like okay. he was getting in the way again, like taking all the credit when really it was like their whole setup. And I'm like, oh, my God. And there's a lot of that in this movie where like there's all these things that can mean like 10 different other things. And how, also- how are we was. There was no possible way that we were supposed to know that. that no, we were supposed it, to get that. it's one of those things like <laughs> it, it was basically his way of like, OK, I'm going to throw this in there. You either catch it or you don't. And if you don't, it's OK. You know, if you catch it. Awesome. If you don't. Is it so based I, on like real? Yeah. Like it, there's an actual movie in real life. And and the, the last name of the person who shot the movie, who took the credit, who was like infamous for that. Mm-hmm. Um, that like that last name is real like that mm. that really did happen but um another big thing was and i didn't catch this as for, at first it, it was something that i had to think about was like uh the main character mm. is basically like like he pushes away from like everything that's like modernized like things that are popular now things that are like um, the trend like he stays away from like even when he pulls out his phone you notice he has a flip phone he still doesn't even own a smartphone because he stays away from all that stuff he he refuses to look at it and yet he's also the same character that figured out oh if you don't look at the creature it's not yeah. going to attack so it's like everything has to do with sight with eyes with like looking at the predator without you know looking at the trap so many different meanings and that's that's I love the fact that now Jordan Peele has become one of those directors that like now he's established yeah, his dude, type of movies. That dude is supposed to be like he's he's like he's like the traditional uh like old school cowboy uh I do my job, I wake up in the morning, I got mouths to feed. Like I've never heard somebody say that I have mouths to feed, but they're not talking about humans. They're actually talking about like pets and pets and horses and stuff. I was like, holy shit, he's right. He does have mouths to feed. And um I totally forgot when uh because he was selling the horses to uh to that ranch 
the 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 little like fairgrounds and stuff like that. And when he said that, oh, I have to go get lucky, I realized that, oh shit, all his other horses, they're all gone. Because the people who own that ranch, they said at six thirty PM at night, they always uh, like there's a, there's a phenomenon that always happens. So all those other horses are are gone. And when he realized that, yo, I gotta go get lucky because there's a chance that they know about this shit. And in the beginning of the movie, he saw that the lights turned off at the ranch and then uh, the horse that he was on ends up getting killed. And it, it was just like, it was a whole bunch of, I don't know, it, it felt like a Western certain times for too. And on top of that, they had the Western music at the end of the movie when you saw that he was still alive and stuff. But I knew that he was still going to be alive because we didn't see him die. Everybody we seen die. We've seen them get sucked up, and that guy, he he never died, which was a cool way of uh, ending off the movie. And on top of that, the credits were pretty dope, too, with, uh, with the magic hour shot, which fades into the night, which was pretty dope. I really, that movie is, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. I don't know. I don't know uh, any like deep methodical thing that's going to come up from this movie that uh, I haven't seen, but uh, I think it's going to be fun just to find out, just to see what's going to happen. This is definitely not a. I, I wouldn't consider this a popcorn flick. This is something that you're gonna you got to go in with an open mind mm-hmm. and embrace it because that's that's like I was saying before. Like Jordan Peele has established his presence. Like okay, he makes. Jordan Peele movies and his movies are not popcorn flicks. Like they're ones that you definitely gotta like think outside the box um, when you watch his movies. Um, I definitely give this movie. I would say like out of five stars, I'd give mm-hmm. this a, a four, four or four and a half. You know what? Why wouldn't he say in the movie? Because he was saying like, "Oh, do you not see the SNL sketch with Chris Kattan and all those stuff that was talking about the monkey attack?" Why didn't he say Mad TV? I know he had the uh, he had the Mad TV uh, magazine. He probably they, he, it was probably safer for him to say Saturday Night Live because they're owned by NBC and Universal, and that movie was made by Universal okay. because Mad TV was on Fox, and now Fox is owned by Disney. Ah, okay. I, I would assume that that's what it was. That like makes I, perfect sense. Like I know they in the movie they make a reference to the movie The Scorpion King, and they wear the Scorpion King hoodies. That was a Universal movie. Mm-hmm. But, another thing that I loved about the movie. The fucking set lingo, by the way, loved yeah. every bit of it. I found out from the call sheet, loved that. Uh, what you call it? Uh, the the star talent is on set and shit like that. I loved every bit of that because that shit was like, shit re- it hit home for me. Safety meeting, loved that shit. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I also like the, the, the subtle clues like uh, as to like what was happening. Like, so in the beginning of the movie, the main character, uh, he's supposed to be in charge of taking care of the horse on set. The horse goes crazy because everyone broke the rules that he basically just said. Yeah. And then you know that things didn't go well because he's talking to, like, one of the producers or one of the managers on set. And then in the background, you see a green screen horse yeah. being rolled in. But it's so subtle. Like, it's one of those things, if you don't pay attention, you're not going to notice I fuck, it. I, I, that part... I fucking hate it because he was telling people not to do this, not to do that. And, and the then the hair and makeup. Did. Yeah, the hair and makeup were uh, behind the horse. Yo, don't go behind the horse. Don't look the horse in the eye and stuff like that. And the the horse bucked and almost uh, hit the actress. The, the actress off rip. But how accurate is, in, is oh. that? It's, it, doesn't that happen all the time? Bro, that happens so often. And the fact that um he was trying to get help from his sister who was trying to get a job on set. And he was trying to call for her to get help, but he didn't want to be loud because he knows that the horse is going to get, uh, like, uh, agitated. So he had to be quiet. And then when he called for her, all she said was just, huh? Oh, my God, bro. (laughs) I felt that shit. Because sometimes when you be trying to call for people for help and all they want to do is just on set, oh, you're like, yo, uh, is there any other uh, person that can help me out with this? Yeah, yeah, what, what do you need? I'm like... Bro, can you just come over here for a sec? What's the problem? Like, just come here. Bro, <laughs> I am hanging on a ledge right now, and I'm trying to be cool about it. <laughs> so that shit gets me every fucking time, man. I do not miss pa <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, um, 
And in other news, I mean, uh, San Diego concerts took place last week, and we got a fucking ton of news about Marvel and DC releasing uh, trailers and future plans, which... What's your thoughts on uh, the Black Adam? Since uh, they didn't show did they, they didn't show us anything new that we haven't already known. I but. think uh, I think Shazam tried to steal the spotlight um, from it, but um, it's Dwayne the it's, fucking Rock Johnson, man. It's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> but I th- I think by now, in my opinion, I could be completely wrong about this. I think it's just my opinion. Mm. Um, People have now departed from that whole DC universe. I think with what's been going on with Amber Heard, with 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 what's been going on with Ezra Miller, the way that they shitted on Zack Snyder, Joss Whedon getting racist. There's been so much bad blood in that in behind the scenes of that universe uh-huh. that me personally, I don't give a shit about any of it. The fact that this Black Adam and Shazam is still part of that universe, it's like Nah, but I don't care about any of those characters anymore. Like, I, I personally have moved on. I don't want to see any of this. Like, I am not excited about Black Adam. Uh, am I going to watch it? Sure. I'm not going to go running for a ticket. I'm probably going to wait till the very end when there's nobody in the theater and probably just go watch it, like, on a Monday or something. Or I, I may just ha- I may just wait until it comes out on HBO Max, <laughs> probably. Um, going to wait that three, three weeks until it comes out on but, HBO Max. But you know what? It's not even that bad. <laughs> Three weeks is nothing. No, Remember back three. in the day, you had to wait months for it to come six out on months. video? And now it's like, bro, six Bob's months. Burgers is already yeah. on TV. It went from six months to three months, and then from three months to three weeks. Actually, it went from uh, three months until instantly, and now it's back to uh, three weeks. So it's really not that bad. I I, I could wait three weeks. I'm not going to die after three weeks. Uh, Shazam, you know, the trailer looked fun, but... Again, I'm I like, really I'm feel like, okay. like the trailer did look fun, but I felt like Black Adam took the thunder from uh, from Shazam. I think if I wouldn't have if if uh, if Black Adam wouldn't have been uh, came out and I would have seen the trailer for Shazam, I'd have been like, oh, I'm more inclined to to watch it. Like I'm gonna watch it because um, the the whole the whole concept of it is pretty cool. Um, you know he shares his he shares his party uh, his uh, his fa- his uh, powers with his family and stuff. So now he has all these motherfuckers who are going out here who are fighting crime and stuff like that, which is pretty dope. Um, but I guess he's just having. Uh, I like the fact that he's having what's that imposter syndrome. That's what he's going through right now. And uh, you know he's over here saying, "Yo, there's a guy who um, he already has a lightning bolt on his chest. Uh, there's uh, there's all these other superheroes that are doing all these other things." And he's realizing that you know he's not the he's not the biggest guy and he's not the strongest superhero in the world right now. I mean, he's not even part of Justice League at all. If there even is a Justice League, I'm not really sure. But it's, it, I mean, the, the the concept alone, that alone, makes me want to watch it because I want to see how he's going to get through it. And on top of that, it's like uh, he still has to do the high school stuff, which is always cool. Um. The Marvel trailers, though, um, that Black Panther, I think, definitely stole the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally believe that the latest stuff from Marvel has been a little bit lackluster. Um, to my phase four? Yeah. The the TV shows have been, uh, to me, the, mm-hmm. the TV shows I've been okay with. The movies I've been okay with. I, I still think... To you know, be honest, it's I, like I, I think of like the original Iron Man. I think of like Thor Ragnarok. I think of like the Avengers. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. And like mm-hmm. this Black Panther trailer brought me back to that. Like, yes, like big, big epic scope of of movies. Um, so I was and they've been having this shit on a hush, man. Yeah, like the only the only like set photos that you've seen are I think it's like the same four pictures that people have just been passing around and zooming in. You know how they how they do it on YouTube. They, Look at this little, and they, they circle it. They look at this little special thing and stuff. So they haven't been showing us anything. But in this trailer, they basically answered everybody's questions. They showed us uh, Namor. Uh, they showed us, they didn't show us too much, but they showed us Riri making her uh, Ironheart suit, which is fucking dope. By the way, I I just want to know if they're going to like recreate the iconic Iron Man uh 
scene from uh, part two when he's on the plane with the Iron Man suit and then he just jumps off and the camera follows him. I just want them to do that with her because, I don't know, to me, that's a that's a goddamn beautiful passing of the torch. You know what I mean? Of just her on the back of a uh, Wakanda plane. And then rather than, you know, people jump off of planes all the goddamn time. But Iron Man, Captain America also did it. They just fall. It's like a, it's like a fall and then you just take off and shit like that. That shit is fucking beautiful. And I hope that she does the same thing because as soon as, like, the movie could be trash. But if they do that, I will be like, no, nah, this is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. I have a feeling this movie is going to destroy at mm. the box office. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm having a very, very strong feeling that this is going to And they take pushed over. it up a date. Rather than coming out in December, they're going to bring it out in November, November 11th. Wow. Yeah. So that's I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that was happening in the trailer. Um, I guess um, Black, Black Panther is going to have a kid. I mean, we already know that. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. This guy who played uh, Black Panther. Jeez. Oh, Name Chadwick Boseman. I you know he passed away, but I think they're gonna try to have like he's gonna have a son who's basically gonna I guess uh, take up the mantle. And there was a, a person who I saw on TikTok who was basically trying to say that what he thinks is going to happen is that Namor is going to flood Wakanda. Like Namor is going to come flood Wakanda, and what's going to happen is that uh, Black Panther is going to try to save you know as many people as possible, and there's going to be a point where maybe a child is going to be trapped underwater, and it's either going to be his life or the child's life, and rather than trying to save himself, he's going to like put the necklace on the child and have the child go out. And then him just die underwater kind of stuff. And that's when it's going to be um, Wakanda versus Avatar. Because <laughs> that's what that scene looked like. <laughs> the, the first part of the trailer, I swear to God, it did look like Avatar. But I, hey, made, I made that joke yeah, last night. But like, bro, it looked better Avatar? than Avatar, though. Oh, did it damn. not, dog? Did it not? That one scene looked way better than Avatar. Those fucking... I have to admit, man. The Avatar trailers look like just a regurgitation of just cool shit. The, it, did honestly, it not? The it trailer looks like deleted scenes from the first movie. Okay, I can see that. I definitely see that. Not saying that I'm not going to watch Avatar, but there's a chance that I may not even give a fuck about it. Maybe because I'm just in a, a whole new uh, mindset of stuff. But I felt like the trailer for Avatar was just like. Do you that, think it's because they waited too long for this movie to come out that like it's like we lost interest? Because that happens a lot too. Whenever they come out with a sequel that comes out way, it should too never far told past. us, bro. Like when when did the first movie come out again? Uh, twenty twenty. Let me see. I want to say like two thousand six. Uh, I want to say two thousand four. Like two thousand nine. It came out. It's been over a decade. Like I don't know. Do people still be? Are people still interested? Like I don't know, but um. One thing that uh, really got me excited was, yeah, seeing um, the Atlanteans, if they're called, if for lack of a better word, uh, Namor and all of them. Because um, there's definitely going to be that comparison of, like, their Atlantis and then DC's Aquaman Atlantis and, like, Bro, who's better. I and- fucking love. This is what I like about the, the DC and Marvel uh, versions of Atlanteans is... Uh, DC uh, version of Atlanteans has a Samoan background. No, they don't. It's just that Jason, uh, <laughs> Jason, I just, Momoa. Jason Momoa. I'm about to call him Jason Samoa. Jason Momoa is the uh, he, he is a Samoan. The Atlanteans don't have a. I take that shit back. This is what I like about Marvel: the <laughs> fact that these Atlanteans have a. Uh, South American background, like the and the the Aztecs and shit like that. Like you look at Namor and you see, like, oh, this dude. Like if you would be like uh, a ballpark of where he's from, you'd be like, this dude's got to be from like uh, the Aztec era, because the way that he looks, uh, the 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 tattoos that he has. And I'm thinking that everybody who who's in Atlantis, uh, Atlanta, 
<laughs> yeah, Atlantis. I think that everybody there is looking like that. So then, you know, it plays a, a trick on your mind where you're like, uh, hey, maybe that's what happened to the Atlantis. The 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 what you call it, the Aztecs in the what you call it, in Central Central and uh, South America kind of stuff. So then it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that they're playing off of that, so they could build off of a history based on that kind of stuff of what we know compared to like what we're gonna, what kind of fantasy they're gonna make with just like old uh, actual factual things. And I do like that. I do like that. And on top of that, man. Who who is not a fan of a a, a great a, what you call it a walk away uh, back shot like this? Yeah. Remember uh, there was a there was that YouTube video of just a whole bunch of shots like this of people just walking away. You like they put the camera behind somebody's back and then you just see a whole bunch of shots of people just walking through a fucking uh, a scene of anything. Oh, we we haven't even talked about the. The, the shot that uh, Jordan Peele recreated in uh, Nope with uh, Kiki Palmer. Oh, the Akira? The Akira shot. On the motorcycle? Yeah. So a long time ago, Jordan Peele was rumored to direct a remake of Akira. I think that's still on the works, but I don't know if he's still attached to it because I know Taika Waititi and somehow mm-hmm. his name got mentioned into the mix. But um, A live-action version of Akira. Jordan Peele mentioned in like an interview a long time ago that that was like one of his favorite like animes and one of his favorite movies in general. And in the movie, there is a shot of like clearly a in a Akira uh, influence where you see Kiki Palmer riding an electrical motorcycle. <laughs> that shit was fucking. She beautiful. skids across, and the shot is so perfect. Like it really is. Like I think shot by shot, you could compare yeah. it, and it's like the it, same it was, exact shot. It was, you know, what it was just the only thing is just that they didn't live in it a long time because you know, I mean, she's she's being chased by. Um, by you know the antagonist, but it was just like she did it, and then she just jumped off and just went to another area. But it was such a beautiful shot, and the homage. It's like it's an homage that I don't. I don't think a lot of people saw. A lot of people got because I think we we're only two people. Who were like, oh shit, oh that's fucking dope. Because nobody else was like into it, but they'll they'll, they'll realize that as soon as uh, one of their favorite. Uh, uh, what you call it, streamers or something brings that up. Or they just watch the YouTube video that has a whole bunch of uh, homages of that Akira shot. But, yo, everybody knows it. Everybody knows that Akira shot. Even if you don't, if you've never seen Akira, you know of the shot. Because that's one. Akira is one of those animes that you you probably have never seen, but people have talked about it so much that you've basically seen it. It's one of those. And that, that, that shit was dope. Um, what else was there? We talked about the Shazam, uh, the Lord of the Rings trailer. Yeah. Um, which I saw. I so is this Lord of the Rings like part of that Peter Jackson universe? Good question. Or is it just that they look identical? I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if they if it's supposed. This to be supposed part to be a that. prequel. This is supposed to be a prequel to. I think this is part of the Peter Jackson uh, lore. But this is supposed to be set like a thousand years or yeah, something. Yeah, because they actually do show Sauron like in human form, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'll watch it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm gonna give it a watch. Why not? Um, I, I mean, why not? I mean, it's, it's gonna be how many episodes? Eight episodes. They're gonna release once a week, and uh, the only thing that gets me is like. Amazon tried to do this with uh, Watch Time or whatever that fucking show was, man, and I just could not get into it, man. There was another show that they came out with that was kind of like the same premise, and I watched the first two episodes, and I'm like, I bailed. I like, I pulled that fucking ripcord, and I parachuted the fuck up out of there. It wasn't for me. But the fact that I do like uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and this is supposed to be set like a thousand or a hundred years, I don't know how long before that. I would like to know like how they built up to the Lord of the Rings. And on top of that, it'll give me a reason to watch the Lord of the Rings again. See if it still holds. Yeah. Cause, you know, I haven't seen that. I don't think I've seen the Lord of the Rings in about I wanna say ten plus years. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. So it'll be it'll be cool to give me a reason to go back to it because uh 
It's a good. It was a good run. And on top of that, I think that was the first time I actually like went to a theater. I think it was a lot of people first time they went to a theater to see like a part one, part two, part three of something that was like consistently great. I was like, yo, this shit is is really fucking good. Well, unless you think about uh, Friday, you know, them shits got good. And actually, I think they stayed the same, but part one was just like superior to all the others. Another thing, um, when we went to go see Nope, mm. uh, going back to what when we were talking about Nope, um, mm-hmm. we saw the teaser, if if you want to call it the teaser of Christopher Nolan's movie, uh, Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. and like typical Nolan trailers, nothing, they showed nothing, and yet it was still exciting. Yeah. You try to just like, it's like you're trying to milk a fucking stone out of that shit because <laughs> there was nothing in there that that we understood. But we, 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 we went out the movie theater, we came out the movie theater and we were still like, so it was a countdown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you told me that he, he does a whole bunch of shit with like time and stuff. I'm like, I don't think all his movies. But then you actually like convinced me that, yeah, mostly all his movies has something to do with time. I'm like, you're fucking right. You are fucking right. Even at the end of Batman with uh, uh, Bane, it was a time. It was a time crunch. It was like, oh, shit, this bomb is going to blow up the city, so you got to go around and uh, do this in like 15 minutes. It's like, yeah, you're right. In the Dark Knight, there was a time shit. Like, oh, you got to pick one of these ships to blow up or the whole city time in part one. Even in part one, there was time because another bomb. Wait a minute. Are all the fucking Batman movies something to do with bombs? Yeah. All of his movies have something to do. The one with Ra's al Ghul, he put a bomb on the train. The second one, he put a bomb on a boat. He also blew up a hospital. Blew up a hospital. And then the third one, he put a fucking... It's like a fucking atomic bomb. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it like that, if you want to talk about like what's going to cause the most damage, it's a fucking bomb. And that's what Oppenheimer is about. It's yeah. about the guy who created the bomb. I wonder if he was, while he was writing, uh, while him and his brother were writing Batman, they were like, man, who the fuck came up with bombs, yo? Oppenheimer. Like, really? Is there a movie about him? No. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> hey, what time is it? <laughs> Dog, yo, the, it, it was a short trailer. I would say that, uh, give it 30 seconds. They showed. But- Nothing. Nothing. They showed the main character walking, and that was it. That That's was the it. trailer. Walking with flashing lights in black and white, and that was it. And and still, I'm excited as shit yeah. to, to watch this movie. This and it's coming out next year. I don't like the fact that, you know, is, I think it's because we're so used to nowadays trailers coming out for movies. Uh, they give us like six months, especially Marvel movies. They'll give you a trailer the Spider-Man movie, though they gave us that shit like two months before it came out. So when this movie, when I saw that uh that date when it was like 72323, I'm like, wait a minute. A year from motherfucker, now. that's next year, bro. Why are you <laughs> telling me this now, man? I don't even know what the hell's gonna happen next month. And you over here telling me next year? That shit was like, oh my God, that's some old school shit right there. <laughs> and you know, Christopher Nolan is an old school guy, man. I mean, this guy wears a fucking three piece suit to set. <laughs> so, yeah. So that 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 movie, um, that that movie is definitely gonna be a watch. Um, in IMAX, or you think they're gonna have it in the what's that three screen thing? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna do that. That's interesting. I know for sure it's gonna be in IMAX. It even says that the movie was shot in IMAX, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. If, do you think that directors are going to jump on that? The whole yeah, dividing some of them, it into... Uh, Thor. Thor has done it. Uh, what other movie? Top Gun. Um, Top Gun has done it. What other movies? I, I'm guaranteed uh, Black Panther is going to do it. Any Marvel movie from here on out, I guarantee they're going to do that. They have to do that uh, just for – because it's cool. It's like it's the, it's the latest thing to do kind of thing. Um I can't see the whole movie being like that, though. I think it's going to be just like how, you know, how uh, when uh, when uh, the, the what you call when the trilogy, Batman trilogy from Nolan came out, it wasn't the it wasn't the whole movie that was shot in IMAX. It was just the action scenes. Yeah. So we would be watching the movie and I at IMAX in the IMAX theater that's in uh, Fort Lauderdale. 
we will see it like in regular format, regular theater format. But as soon as the action scene uh, come into play, boom, they blow that shit up. Like you'll see fucking everything. It will be like it'll take up the whole goddamn screen. And we, like you, we appreciated it. And I, yeah, I could see them doing that with uh, shit. I still haven't seen Top Gun, but everybody's telling me that it's a real good movie. And you know what? So many people have told me that it's a good movie that I feel like I'm gonna watch this movie and be like, "It's like, because it's too, it's too positive. It's like yeah. it's too, it's too much good stuff that you're telling me about it. That that I'm like, there's gotta be. What was that other fucking shoe? I need that other shoe to drop too. But yeah, man, that that is fucking good. Uh, the Sandman is uh, coming out next month. That is that's based on a DC uh, comic. Um, our uh, correspondent on the street, Josh, is not here to talk about it, but that's his favorite comic book and his favorite character from uh, uh, DC, The Sandman. It looks really good. And on top of that, it's coming out on Netflix on uh, August 5th. And this answered my question of where the fuck is all the money co- going from uh, going to in uh, the Netflix series? And based off of this trailer, this is where all that money is going to. This right here, that trailer looks fucking sick. I'm talking doom sick. Like I see the production value in this, uh, in this, in this, um, this series is through the fucking roof, and I'm looking forward to it. it looks real good. John Wick came out. Did you see the trailer for John Wick? I saw clips of it. I didn't see the whole thing. What do you, what do you think? It's, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else can I say, man? Like, it's John Wick, bro. You know? Do you remember, um, hold me, uh, it's John Wick. It's good for, for what it was. Like, I saw the trailer for it, and to be honest, it felt just like I was watching the other John Wick movie. Well, I have a question. Hmm. Do we, do we want it? Yeah. Do we want another John Wick? Yes. This is supposed to be the last one. This is supposed to be the last John Wick movie uh, in the whole series. And in this one right here, I guess he's still being hunted. And everything is going to come to a conclusion right here. From what I... from This is from uh, information that I got, like, last year. When they're saying, like, they only have one more John Wick movie. No, two years ago when they said they only have one more John Wick movie left. Um... The the fight scenes look fucking sick, as always. Um, Keanu Reeves looks stiff as he's doing these fight moves, but I mean, you get what you get. What what else is there? Uh, the 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 pff, there's gonna be a lot of people getting stabbed in the eye and the neck and all these different vitals, which is pretty cool about the John Wick. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of close combat. A lot of uh, I have a bulletproof <laughs> suit. So I can I can exhort bullets scenes in this movie because they show that in the trailer. Um, a lot of uh, Asian influence, which I fucking love. Asian influence and neon lights to me seems like it is the recipe for success. <laughs> because uh, every time they do that in movies, it's like I'm an automatic like, oh, let me see what the fuck is going on. Because they did that and they did that in uh, the last John Wick movie. They did that. The gray, the beginning of the gray, they did that. Uh, it was like a New Year's Eve, and they they spent it in uh, China on the boat. I don't know if you ever seen the boat. That's a big ass casino. It's the biggest boat casino in the world. Uh, they demolished that, by the way, but uh, they had that and they had fireworks and it was neon lights all over the fucking place, which is fucking do, which is fucking dope. And uh, there's a new movie that's coming out that has Brad Pitt, and it's called Bullet Train. That whole movie to me seemed like. It's going to be a neon saturation color explosion extravaganza. And I'm I'm here for it. I'm looking forward to all those fucking movies. Um, but yeah, man, uh, John Wick is going to be a dope movie. And on top of that, I think they have a show that's going to come out uh, based on uh, John Wick, the, the movie. And it's going to be based on uh, the, the, the ballerina. Mm. The ballerinas that John Wick uh, trained with—it's going to be based on those uh, those women, like assassination. Because to be honest, I really like the John Wick world. I like the fact that it's like 
it's like it's 007, but tenfold kind of stuff. Because it's like a whole underworld of assassins just killing motherfuckers out here. And they all have like different code and lingo to do and stuff like that. And on top of that, they have a fucking an operation center with women who just have tattoos and stuff like that. Who who are just saying, operator, what do, what do you want to get reached to? And they all look bad in there, bro. I wouldn't mind being just like one of those uh, those mail carriers just walking around. Like, hey, what's going on, Janet? <laughs> you Girl, you crazy. You crazy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that shit just seems like it's a fun environment. It just being just a whole bunch of sexiness in there, man. Yeah. The, mo- the movie John Wick is going to be great. Uh, damn, that's a good question. Do we, do we really need it? I want it. I don't know if we need. I don't know if we need it. We, wo- we want it. That's all I gotta say, but you haven't seen the trailer yet. It's it's if you've seen any previous John Wick movies, this right here is not gonna be any different. It's the same cool shit. It's like all right, cool. How many times can you see somebody jump a fence? <laughs> Think about it. There's there's no other way that it's like okay, this guy's gonna jump a fence for the third time, fourth time. It was like it's like when you're a little kid and your and your cousin would do a cartwheel. And he will just try to show you that he can constantly do a car And wheel. he's going to keep showing you. And you're just like, all right, I saw, I got it, bro. <laughs> I get it, bro. I get it. Say so it's cool. And then when miraculously, like, his mom is like, oh, have you seen Have you seen Brian do a car wheel? Like, God, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I see it. Can you do a backflip? And then that's when you start to, like, oh, shit. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's a good series. Uh, I'm going to watch it in theaters. And... I'm going to have my coke and smile. And, and as soon as it comes out, my review for it is going to be through the roof. Like, this is the best action movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and nobody can tell me different. Because <laughs> it's John Wick and um, Keanu Reeves. That that director also directed other things, though. Didn't he do uh, Deadpool? No, he didn't do Deadpool. Uh, no. Nah. I forgot what else he did, but yeah, man, it's like I don't know. Well, he was the actual, wasn't he? Like the stunt coordinator of like the Matrix. And yeah, that? yeah, that's what it was. That's how him and Keanu Reeves gotten uh, involved with each other, kind of stuff. But yeah, man, um, have you seen the Gray? The Gray Man. Yeah, the Gray Man. The Gray Man, not the Gray. What is the I fucking started, Gray? I started watching it uh, yesterday because uh, I know that the movie recently premiered, and I got up to the. I didn't get to finish it because. We were heading over to a friend's house uh, for a barbecue. Um, but I did see up to the point where they introduced uh, Chris Evans' character. Um, no, I, I definitely want to want to finish it. It was it was starting to get interesting. I liked um, the witty banter um, between Chris Evans. I got up to the point where you see Chris Evans having uh, witty banter between him and um, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. And uh, they were just kind of going back and forth. I, I got up to that point. Um, but yeah, uh, so far, the, that action sequence in the beginning when Ryan Gosling's character has to uh, take out that character um, mm-hmm. at that party. And then you see like they're fighting between like the bamboo shoots uh, was pretty good. Uh, the the coloring and the, the cinematography was was actually pretty nice in that shot. So. Yeah. I'm interested to see what the rest of the movie is going to play out like. You can actually watch that movie in theaters. I didn't know that. You can watch that movie in theaters. But yeah, uh, I seen, I saw the whole thing, and the movie is cool. It's a, it's an action packed movie. There's a lot of like a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of dead bodies. A lot of jokes being made because of dead bodies and stuff like that. But it is action packed, and my standout performance in this movie has to go to Chris Evans. As a bad guy, this guy is something else, man. This it's like he's the bad guy who you you can see why he got henchmen. It's like I can see why people follow you. This dude is he's charismatic. This guy, he 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 just uh oozes I get money and if you're a part of me, you'll get money too. And here's why kind of shit. Um He's basically the character that he was in Scott Pilgrim, but a killer. Like he's a he's an actual killer kind of stuff. 
And he and he's fucking hilarious. Anna de Armas, just keep on doing whatever you're doing, girl. You doing you doing the Lord's work. <laughs> so you keep on doing that. This dude, uh, Danush, he only had a short, he only had a a small part, but it was really impactful. As soon as you get to that guy, I guess he he must be like real, uh, he must be real big in uh, India, but he. He really, he really fucking like killed his scene in the uh, the fucking movie, and I think that he's gonna be he's gonna be a uh, a big star over here because the action scenes that he was doing in that movie, dude, only five six. Dog, these motherfuckers be looking like they six foot something. Dog, this guy's only five six. All camera tricks. <laughs> How tall is Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Gosling. No height. Doesn't say. All right, I got you. He doesn't seem that tall to me. Nah, dude. He, this guy seems like he... Oh, he's six foot tall. Hmm. And how tall is Chris Evans? Well, I think he's like six something as well. Six foot. You know, if if you say that you're six foot, you're really like five nine. You're like five nine, five ten. I'm just saying. There's no such thing as six foot. And Anna DeArmas, um, speaking of her, she... Uh, is going to be playing Marilyn Monroe in a biopic on Netflix, and it's supposed to be, like, controversial because it's going to be rated NC-17. So, like, they're going to be showing a lot of uh, risque stuff. Netflix is really trying to go all out, man. After after losing all those subscribers, they're they're trying to win everybody back. She's going to she's gonna be... Uh... Yeah. Gabagool. <laughs> Not not saying that I'm gonna watch it just because of that kind of stuff, but you know, Marilyn Monroe. Wow, that is really intriguing. I really <laughs> want to take a look and see the history of Marilyn Monroe and uh, how they explain the different things that she went through. I want to see how they capture her essence on uh, on the silver screen. I would really love to see that. Well, not even silver on the digital screen. It's gonna be uh, and it's in NC seventeen. That is. I mean, I'm not a fan of that rating because, you know, I want my things. <laughs> I'm a Christian boy. But, yeah. You know the last movie that I saw that was NC-17 that I thought was going to be dope because I'm like, oh, we're going to see some stuff? It's that fucking... Um, Showgirls? No. That movie was... That was that, a wash. That, I think that's the only movie I've ever seen that was NC-17. And I was like, I don't understand what the big deal is. Why Me is neither. This not, what is the difference between NC-17 and Rated R? Me neither. I think it was just because there was too many titties. Too many titties. <laughs> but it was that other movie that was um um ne- ne- uh, nephrophiliac. Uh, Is that what the name of the movie? Oh, Nymphomaniac? Nymphomaniac, Nephrophiliac. That's somebody who who fucks dead bodies. <laughs> For a second, I was like, whoa, I want to see that. What movie? Like, where can I yeah, see that? Yeah, Nephomaniac. I remember seeing that movie and I was like, this is what everybody was talking about? This shit is trash, man. I'm like, it was. Yo, we got to do an, ep- an episode about that. Movies that were so built up about like controversy, and then you watch it and you're like, yo, this is straight up trash. Because that this movie, movie was, is trash. And I tried to watch part two, and I was like, oh, no, I can't. I can't. I can't watch it. But that movie between like the, 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 what you call it, the woman getting beat up in the alleyway and like, she getting raped. I'm like, bro, I can't watch this shit, man. Bro, she was getting she was getting the ass whooped in the alleyway. She got beat up, and then the people who who were beating her up decided to have sex on her, bro, on her body. I'm like, what the hell is this? Is this is what happened? Who directed this? Because this guy needs to be on a fucking list because that shit is weird as fuck. And I guarantee it, somebody who's watching this be like, oh, well, what, what movie is that? Because that's your kink. I got you, dude. You're on the list too. <laughs> You're on a fucking list. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, speaking about uh, nymphomaniacs and stuff like that, did you see the latest episode of uh, What We Do in the Shadows? <laughs> <laughs> what a transition. Uh, yeah, so I, I finally got to see the first three episodes of this new season, and it's great. The best episode. Has to be this latest episode, episode three, uh, where Nadja uh, opens up her nightclub, and I found out. I'm I'm looking at it right now. You know who directed it? The one of the creators of uh, 
of Workaholics. The guy that always directs their episodes, oh Kyle. Oh my god, Kyle Newichek. Yeah, uh, he and it's funny because I, I go back to the episode. I'm like, yeah, because I could totally see him directing <laughs> this because uh, it's just yo, it's just all over the place. Um, the nightclub was great. Um, my favorite part was uh, Nandor and Guillermo dealing with the the gin, and uh, he's granting uh, Nandor's wishes, and then he finally gets his dick wish of having the biggest dick. But right before he's about to grant, uh, he's about to officially make the wish, he was like, you know, he feel Nandor feels bad that Guillermo uh, never feels appreciated. He's like, look, you know, when I get my big dick and I'm having sex, I'm gonna be thinking of you, okay? If if that makes it if that makes you feel better, and then the gin is just like, oh, now you want your wish, okay? Man. And then he makes that the wish, like, so every time Nandor has sex, he thinks about Guillermo. And that's why he's like sad now. He's like depressed because now he can't enjoy sex because all he's gonna do is thinking about is think about Guillermo. That's how the wish goes wrong. Finally, at the end, it was so great, <laughs> so fucking great. I have I haven't finished watching that episode, but that right there is fucking comedy gold right there. Because I know because I know you were you were making me laugh when you said that the guy the gym was like wow you you've bested me. It's like. Is like you you know so much about dicks. <laughs> well, first he compliments. So like they know that the gin like he he's gonna fuck up any wish you throw at him. He's like he his job is really to grant your wish, but to teach you a lesson. Mm. So he's always gonna make your wish twisted. So Nandor's wish is he wants the biggest dick in the world, but he knows that the gin is gonna fuck that up. So they make a list of like okay. We want a big dick, but, and then they go down the list of every possible scenario of how it could go wrong. And they spend hours and hours and hours. And then they finally show the list to the gin and gin. And like, he literally is defeated. He's like, fuck, like, I don't know how to fuck this up. I can't fuck it up. Like, if you're going by these uh, terms and conditions, I can't fuck it up. And then he compliments Guillermo. He says like, man, you've really bested me. And then he looks at Nando. He's like, your familiar is like great. And then. Guillermo looks straight at the camera, breaks the fourth wall, starts smiling when he hears the compliment, and then the guy like transitions really quick too. It's like he knows everything about dicks, and then all of a sudden he gets sad. <laughs> but he goes like from a happy to serious in such a quick second, and it's the fun, bro. I watched that clip like five times. I kept rewinding it because I couldn't get enough of him smiling and then getting serious really oh. quick, and then um. Naja, like she open, she finally opens up her nightclub. She has Richie Suck, who's supposed to be like this vampire rapper, coming out of retirement. He comes out to perform, and then you find out like he doesn't want to be a rapper anymore. And it's almost like a kind of reminded me of like almost like a Kid Cudi, Kanye yeah. West thing, where it was like, nah, man, like I want to break away from the system. You guys want me to do this, but I really want to do this, and yeah. um, nobody liked it. And then all of a sudden, you find out like Colin, who is now a child. He loves Maybe people are afraid that he's going to grow up to be like the same boring vampire again. But he actually ends up saving the party by performing a song and dance. And then the, you know, the explanation as to why the vampires enjoyed it to me was so brilliant. He starts performing an old song and dance from like, like the old school days. And you look at the vampires and they're like really enjoying it. And the reason why the explanation was that they're remembering from their childhood centuries ago. Like, back in the day, that was the ultimate form of entertainment, doing that, like, dumb sing song and dance uh, numbers. And that childlike environment, that childlike nature brought them, like, happiness. Because it's like, oh, my God, I remember that from when I was a little kid. Like, that that type of entertainment. And that's why they loved <laughs> Colin Robinson doing that. And... Dude, it was just brilliant. Like that, it was. It was a real good episode, man. It was. It, I mean, that episode. It, it makes me understand why people say that they prefer the show over the movie. Even though I, I don't like it, but people who say that, oh man, fuck the movie. I hate the movie, but that TV show is fucking brilliant. Because that episode right there was just pure. It was just pure fucking comedy. I haven't finished watching it because. Uh, I've been trying to watch uh, Nathan uh, Nathan for you. Been trying to rewatch all the other episodes because they have a new uh, show on HBO with uh, that Nathan filled. And but this, what we do in the shadow is a never miss, never fucking miss. 
I think that's pretty much it, man. Oof. What are we... That's pretty much it. Uh, do we have anything on the docket plan for this week or anything? Going to go see Incubus. Yeah, we're actually leaving now to go see the Incubus uh, concert, um, which is going to be very nostalgic. And I'll probably film some clips. Yeah. Upload it on social media. But uh, we're already getting into August. August, um, I think we have Sunrise Comic Con that we're going to join. Uh, probably film some stuff over there. And then in September, we got CosFest, September 30th. Uh, for everyone who attended um, the first CosFest that we did, we're going bigger and better. And there's going to be some surprises. So stay tuned for that. And then uh, October, we got um, hopefully Spooky Empire. Um, I'm definitely going to check out Halloween Horror Nights this year. So yeah, got some stuff planned. Yeah, and... Um Anything else, uh, y'all know what it is. Y'all know who we are. Um, shit, I got nothing to say. I just wanted to beat the drop before I get there. There we go. I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And we've been us and y'all been y'all. Hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace.